0: welcome back to Sprinkles of SEL with U2L, a podcast on social and emotional learning, wellness, neuroscience, and healthy habits for educators or anyone in the education space. I'm Lauren. And I'm Namratha. And we are the SEL team here at United to Learn. Today's sprinkle of SEL is on thinking creatively. Do you consider yourself to be creative, Namratha?
1: So it's so funny because I never really used to think that. And then a friend told me that they were like, no, uh, we we had this conversation and he was saying, he was like, no, I don't really think I'm a creative person, but I know you are. And I was like, what do you mean? Um, and and for those of you who know me, I actually have a hobby of like making She's escape rooms. She's very
0: creative. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes.
1: But I like to make escape rooms for friends and just for different things. And so he was like, no, you're so creative with those. And I was like, yeah, but I never thought that it didn't take too much like extra effort in that sense. And he was saying like, yeah, I can never think of those things because like my brain doesn't work that way. I think more logically and more analytically. And for me, uh, so so just to answer your question, I have to, I think I have to own that I I am creative without like bragging too much. Yeah. But um, it's funny because for me, I told that friend, thinking creatively feels logical to me. And so I'm curious to hear, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you're creative? Because I feel like you are. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. I get into my flow when I'm like my state of flow when mm. I'm being creative. That's when I know I'm most productive. And that's when it doesn't feel like work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, and I think that's the thing. Creativity is something that you can have fun with. Um, Einstein says this really fun thing that he says that creativity is intelligence having fun. Yes. And so I kind of just think it's like our moment for our inner child to just kind of let loose and, uh, you know, it it takes some time to really just think outside of the box. Right. And yeah. And so this is a concept that I think we put ourselves, funnily enough, in or outside of that box with we kind of put that as a label for ourselves and for others to say that like oh they're creative I'm not um and I think it's something that we have to stop doing because everyone can be creative we just have to like recognize that first and foremost
0: I agree I think we need to rethink how we think about being creative yeah and we'll get into that in a little bit But yeah yeah, I totally agree
1: Absolutely. So creativity is this ability, if you think about it definition-wise, it's this ability to develop novel um, and fresh, effective ideas um, or or artifacts or solutions and concepts, right? And it's about this idea of uh, original thinking. So it's not necessarily something where I can be creative in the sense of um, I've thought of something new. And it may not be something completely new to the world, but it's new to me. Therefore, it is creative. It is a novel thought. Um, and so, when we think about in schools as well and' we're t- like as speaking from an educator lens as well, creativity, we have to encourage that in our kids because it's also about like not just direct instruction but encouraging that sort of novel thinking in our kids right, and in sparking that that curiosity with them within them as well,
0: yes, I agree, yeah. A British author and educator, Sir Ken Robinson, says that creativity is about putting your imagination to work and cultivating this creativity through passion, interest, and curiosity for the work. And I think it's powerful to note that passion, interest, and particularly curiosity, being curious, is a really healthy thing. Um... And all all of those things intertwined with creativity should hopefully spark you to be more curious about being creative. Um, Creativity is not a talent that only special or gifted people have or are born with. Um, Creativity is not a linear process that you have to acquire in a particular order, step by step. And it's also not the opposite of discipline and and control. Creativity does not mean you're just, you know, going off the wheels, getting a little bit crazy. Um, That is not creativity exclusively. That may be a creative way to go about things, but creativity doesn't have to be this extreme lack of control. Mm
1: -hmm. I think of creativity as being like a pretty critical part of like the scientific process if you think about that where you know for like the um, uh, for the um, invention of like the light bulb right I don't know if you guys have ever heard there was like a hundred ideas that were thrown out about the light bulb but only one had to work and so it's also this idea that like it's it's almost like you know if you're just you're just it's about thinking differently so it's not to say that like You're thinking something completely out there and it came from nothing. But it's also, it's about, just to try to say this a little bit more clearly, it's part of the idea of like, I've thought through this idea, I've scratched it off, I'm going to move on to the next. And like I said before, creativity feels like something that's very logical to me. So it's not to say that it's like the opposite of like, um, rigor and order and structure. I feel like a lot of processes In society happened because somebody was like creative enough.
0: I totally agree. And I think it also is us not subscribing to doing things the way they've always been done just Mm -hmm. because they've been done that way. There's a, like an old story that I think punches this really well where a great-granddaughter was cooking a ham in the <laughs> oven and before she cooked the ham in the oven, she cut the ham in half and pulled out two pans to put it in the oven and her great-grandma was there, or um, excuse me, her mom was there mm-hmm. and was didn't say anything, that's how they do it. The grandma was there, didn't say anything, that's how they do it. But the great-grandma was like, Hold on. Why are you why are you cutting an uncooked ham in half? It's going to be very dry. And she was like, "Well, that's because that's how my mom told me how to do this." And the mom looked at the grandma and said, "Well, I've always done it that way because that's how you told me to do it." And the grandma looked at the great grandma and said, "I've done it that way because that's how you told me to do it." And the great grandma said, the only reason I had to cut the ham in half before I cooked it is because my oven wasn't large enough to fit the whole ham. <laughs> like, and so that really punches this idea that taking a moment to to intentionally be a little bit more creative and reflective in those novel ideas, like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, Namratha, can really enhance your life in a variety of small simple ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a funny story. Yeah.
0: So yeah, and like putting that in, like more
1: of our context with our kids, right? Is creativity something then that is necessary for the learning process? Um, And I would say yes. In fact, a 2019 Gallup poll found that K through 12 teachers who frequently made assignments that required students to think creatively are much more likely than other teachers to absorb to observe higher-order cognitive skills in their students. So those skills include critical thinking, making connections across subjects, engaging in problem-solving, having a deeper learning of their subject matter than if they were uh, not asked to do that task, and being able to retain more of what they've learned. So there are definite benefits to being able to think more creatively about something.
0: And educators, isn't isn't that something that we all want? That oh, you yeah. hear all of the time, like engage your students in higher order thinking skills, um, and you want to get to conceptual understanding. How do you do that? Have them really go through those higher order thinking skills. So I think that's as well said, Namratha. Yeah. Um, so classroom creativity also engages students more and uh, fosters them an opportunity to become more confident mm-hmm. in their learning. And uh, specifically, teachers who practice creativity and learning are much more likely than their counterparts who do not practice this to say their students often take responsibility of their own learning. Ding, ding, ding. Student-centered classroom. Isn't that what we want? Yeah. Feel confident about their ability to master difficult material and are willing to take risks, which is huge for students. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um Having them exercise that skill set of taking a risk and understanding it might not work, and that's okay. Yeah. That is okay. Um, And it also helps students display a strong desire to learn more. They start to connect the dots across different areas, which then sparks their curiosity, which then sparks more learning and stronger engagement. And the other
1: part of that, what I'm hearing too, is through creativity and especially that idea of like they're able to, uh, students are feeling more comfortable and more confident to take risks. You're setting up a more um, uh, uh, comfortable cl- classroom culture as well, you know, and a place where those students can feel safe to do that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And we all know that student safety is essential to effective learning in a classroom. Absolutely. Okay.
1: So this is, I think, the question we started talking about a little bit. Um, but when when we think about creativity, are we born creative or do we learn to be? And I think this is a very common misconception with people that people think that like, oh, person A is, person B is not, person C might be. Um, but no, creativity is not something that only a certain subsect of the population has. Creativity is something we all do have. And it's something that we practice, right? It's a mode of operating and it's not just this talent that you might just be born with. So that is to say, do I just think now like really hard about being creative and then I am? (laughs) Like suddenly I'm like, great, okay, I'm creative. (laughs) Right. No, so for me, and I'm curious to hear if this is the same for you, Lauren, but I know for me... um, Thinking hard about how to do something creative, creatively, actually, uh, that actually works in the opposite direction for me. Tell me more. So like for me, if I'm thinking really, really hard of like, oh my gosh, I need to make this creative. Uh, This needs to be like, you know, and like I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself when I do that. But I'm thinking it has to be creative. It has to be out of the box. It has to be fresh. When I do that, suddenly my mind just goes blank. And so no matter how hard I think, I actually just can't seem to just be creative.
0: So are you saying perhaps that overthinking? About yeah. being creative can stifle creativity. Oh, yes.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've experienced that many, many times myself, <laughs> even while writing this episode. It was <laughs> wonderful. Uh, so our creativity flourishes, though, when we put our mind at rest from this overthinking and practice two things in particular. And it's so funny because they both are seem a little counterintuitive to each other. Okay. And that is mindfulness, which we've heard about in our last episode, and mind. Wandering, which is not the same.
0: Yeah, let's dive in. Yeah, so let's let's talk more about this. So, while the relationship between mindfulness and creativity is fairly complex and its nuances are still being thoroughly examined and studied, research does demonstrate that a, there is a positive relationship between mindfulness and a creative skill set by boosting our concentration, curiosity, open-mindedness, while. Also, reducing our fear of judgment and self consciousness and parents, educators, family members, and friends. Isn't that what we want for kids? Mm-hmm. Don't we want kids to reduce their fear of judgment from others, to not feel self conscious, to have a curious, open mind yeah. that can concentrate? Yes. Isn't that what we all want?
1: Yep. All good things. Absolutely. We all want those. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think that's the thing. Mindfulness has been really positively tied to creativity. And one thing in particular, it's been correlated with creative analytic problem solving.
0: Okay, tell me more.
1: Yeah, which which is really intriguing, which in other words, it just means that creative solutions can be thought logically through a mindful process. So when we talked about mindfulness in our last episode, we talked about how it's this idea of paying attention in a particular way. So you're paying attention on purpose. You're being um, in the present moment and you're doing so all of this in a very non-judgmental way. Intentionally. Yes, intentionally. Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking at a problem in front of me, I'm trying to solve it and I'm trying to solve this mindfully. All that is to say is I'm going to remove the stress from the situation and I'm going to like still analyze the problem in front of me, but doing so in this sort of simplistic way, right? I am just looking at this very calm and with no judgment and very intentionally.
0: Would you say that this could in some ways be synonymous with thinking outside the box, like taking a moment to really be intentional about dropping the stress or whatever the frustration is in that current moment Mm -hmm. and saying like, hold on, in order to solve this, I need to think outside the box. Or hold on, in order to solve this, I need to think creatively.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think thinking outside of the box is just such a funny phrasing to you for this though, because it just feels like what, is, what does that even look like? And it's yeah. so Who's un- box?
0: Who defines that box? Who
1: defines the box? <laughs> and I think that puts more pressure on people because you don't know then what you're supposed to be even looking for.
0: And creativity, there is no, you're supposed to do it this way. You're supposed to do it that way. That is the point of being creative. There mm-hmm. is no supposed to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's that, that's mindful thinking,
1: right? But mind wandering is is not exactly the same, and so this is a little contrary. And mind wandering is this sort of everyday experience where your attention sort of becomes disengaged uh, from your immediate physical environment, and you're focusing more so on this internal flow of thought. And so, if you can think back to times where you might have experienced this, and I can think back times to like even just this morning when I was experiencing this, where. You kind of just like let your, you know, I'll be like brushing my teeth and like supposed to be thinking about one thing. And then my mind kind of just like travels to another thing. And so I know it feels uh, almost counterintuitive when we think about how something like this boosts our creativity. Something like this then boosts our academic success because it takes away this idea of like our focus, our concentration. But it actually can boost these things that we're talking about because mind wandering has been positively correlated to creative thinking and our achievement. But this idea of mind wandering is really just tied to this idea of like being able to really stimulate new ideas and new fresh connections. So when you're wandering mind is basically just sort of getting lost in thought, let it get lost in thought. It's yes. okay. It's yeah, okay. I agree.
0: So is it mindfulness or is it mind wandering? What is creativity? Is it one or is it the other? And in summary, the answer is that it's both. Uh, Mind wandering gets us (laughs) lost in thought. (laughs) Yes. Um, Mind wandering kind of allows us to get lost in that thought without realizing it, following a stream of consciousness, sparking creativity, making those connections that we may not have previously thought of or generating novel ideas along the way. And then mindfulness is what is necessary for us to be in the correct headspace or the most ideal headspace for our mind to wander. Mm-hmm. So they kind of go together, even though that sounds like an oxymoron, they, they do go together. So it's it also allows us to kind of disentangle from the flow of consciousness and make sense of it at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And, and to that point, it feels like is sort of
1: it's sort of weird because it's like two opposite concepts but I think it's about the balance that you're trying to achieve with both of that
0: mm-hmm. right totally yeah. and furthermore we can't discount the part of emotion that plays in that emotion is a huge part of creativity and as we've previously discussed we know emotion is essential to forming new learning and memories like that's how our brain makes memories is through emotion so one analysis reviewing a series of um MRI studies demonstrated that creative thinking has been associated with positive activity in the hippocampus. So the same area that supports again how how we remember how we remember things and how we feel our emotion also is- supports our abilities to imagine and create. And so all of those things working together enhance each of those areas between emotion, memory, um imagination and creativity. So this similarly holds true considering what we spoke on a few episodes ago again about how emotion is essential to learning and it really affects yep. Yep. how our brain processes memories. Okay. So that is
1: the idea behind how we're we're really boosting creativity, right? When we're thinking about how in the education space, how do we boost creativity for ourselves, for our students? It's really as simple as be mindful and be mindless.
0: Yes. (laughs) At the same time. At the same time. (laughs) Not complicated
1: whatsoever.
0: It's not though. Once you engage in it, you engage in it probably more often than you think. And sometimes you just need to embrace that. Yeah, I think that's what it is.
1: It's it's about really recognizing it and embracing it. So when you are feeling like you're kind of going in that Flow of consciousness, allow yourself to do so, and then be mindful. Pull yourself out of that, make sense of those thoughts, and be, think about how to innovate that and make that happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Follow that flow now, judgmentally, and also feel the emotion that's associated with that. Right? So feel the joy, feel that curiosity that comes along the way, because that's what's going to be really. Helpful in making those ideas uh pop and stick, right? As
0: well. Right. And if you're around kids and that is your ML for the day, mm-hmm. it's contagious to your students. Yeah. So just just dive in. Yeah. Just do it. Go okay. for it. So before we close out, what
1: are our commitments for this week, Lauren?
0: Um, so mine is, I, I had to laugh, I went home for Thanksgiving, spent time with my family on the other end of the country, and I think when people host Thanksgiving, there's always this intense pressure to have everything go perfect, and there's always this, uh, this looming stress of, what if something goes wrong? Like, what if the turkey is, doesn't taste good and is dry? What if I ruin the mashed potatoes? And, um... I laughed because when I was at home, I saw my mom working really hard to make sure everything was perfect and really just diving in fully to just make sure everything was perfect for everyone. And I see, I saw her seemingly not enjoying as much as I would like for her to be able to enjoy. Right. And I laughed to myself because I totally do that. But being the outsider and watching my mom do it made me consider how often I do that to myself. But she was like, I just want everything to be perfect. I don't want anything to go wrong. And I was like, okay, but what if it does? Yeah. like What say? if the turkey is ruined? It's fine. And we're all still going to have a great time. There's yeah. going to be plenty of food. Mm-hmm. There's going to be great company. And it's really not going to matter. Yeah. Right. Um, By the way, side note, the turkey was delicious. Nothing was ruined. Everything (laughs) went really well. But just taking a moment in mid perhaps like stress or anxiety or worry to say, "Okay, and like what if that does happen? (laughs) And, <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. Right? We'll like, survive. We'll come out on the other end. <laughs> I think we put
1: a lot of pressure on ourselves that like it, it becomes so big in our heads. But in reality, it's like, it's, it's fine. Like you'll get through the day.
0: Yeah. So to say, I said all that to say my commitment is when I am putting my own personal limits on things because my brain is clouded with stress or panic or worry or anxiety I'm trying to be more mindful and intentional about saying, "Okay, and and so what if that does happen? Yeah, like what really would happen? It's fine. Yeah, you'll survive. (laughs) What about you, Namratha?
1: That's great. Mine is a little bit more basic, actually. Just this week, Um, just because I've gotten, I've let my sleep schedule get a little out of control in recent, (laughs) recent days. (laughs) And so I'm going to be a little bit better at, again, keeping to my schedule, um, and just getting myself in the bed at like a good hour. Yeah. Um, and, and setting that every single day.
0: That's great. That's great. So, um, we can't close out without doing our mindful moment, even though I know I kind of, um, forgot to do that two episodes ago. So, um, on the note of creativity, again, an Albert Einstein quote, okay. is logic will get you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. So where do you want to be? A and B or everywhere? Oh, I love you! <laughs> Embrace creativity. <laughs> so that's it. Awesome. That's all for today. We can't... um log off without doing our usual if you want us to talk about a topic you have feedback you have questions comments you want to engage with us feel free to send us an email at sel at United to learn the word to United to if you have anything you want to connect with us about um, and last but not least educators I know you're about to hit your December December stretch so, We're in your corner. We see you and we value you. And um, we need you to know that you are important. You are valued. And we are so grateful for you. And you are very much loved and very much seen. So on that note, until next time. Bye. Bye. See you later, SELES.